0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Constantly Curious. I'm your host, Lindsay Potter, and I am so happy to be back here with you this week. Before we get started with our guest today, I need to tell you about our official sponsor, Buy Verde. That's B-U-Y-V-E-R-D-E. So do you ever go shopping and you can't seem to find the sustainable products you're looking for all at one store, whether it's online or in person? I have that problem a lot. And that's the problem that Buy Verde is here to solve. Think of it like a curated website for conscious consumers. You get to make buying decisions based on the impact you want to make in this world, which is so cool. I've found some of my favorite new products on their site and they keep adding more. I highly recommend checking out buyverde.com. Again, that's B-U-Y-V-E-R-D-E dot com. All right, it's time for the show. Hi, Carrie. How are you today? Hi, Lindsay. How are you? (laughs) I'm great. It's so good to see you. Thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. And welcome. You are on the podcast, Constantly Curious. And we talk with entrepreneurs like yourself who have such inspiring stories, especially yours. I can't wait to dig in. So today we're going to be asking you all about Eat Gangster. By the way, I love the name so much. I love the name Eat Gangster. It's actually an acronym if I'm not mistaken, for something else. So I'm going to let you take it now and tell us all about uh, Eat Gangster. First of all, what's it an acronym for? And then we can get into what it actually is.
1: Yeah, so my business name is Eat Gangster and Gangster is an acronym for what our baking mixes are all about. So we make allergy-friendly baking mixes and Gangster means grain-free, almond and peanut-free, nightshade-free, gluten-free, Soy and sea- free, tasteful, egg and dairy free, and real food. So wow. when we were making this, we had so much we wanted to say, all the freeze. Um, and we just <laughs> thought this would be a fun, a fun way to communicate it.
0: It's so fun and even more fun to learn about it from an outsider's perspective because I didn't even know that you could make something that tastes good and is good for you and is free of all of those things. It mm-hmm. seems like an impossible feat, but you all did it.
1: It's, it's been a fun challenge. <laughs> so far, so good. It's, um, it's been a neat road. Um, certainly, you know, I'm 50-50 partners in this business. Um, my uh, partner, Heather, is a nutritional therapy practitioner and a recipe developer and a private chef. So she really took the, the lead on de- helping develop these recipes. Um, and they, they are they're wonderful products. And yet, yes, they're free of all the stuff.
0: Well, in, in today's day and age, I know I personally have so many friends and their children and them as adults that are have so many, a myriad of allergies to food. And the more that our food gets genetically modified, the more allergic we become. And so it's people like you that are creating businesses like these that are helping countless numbers of people. So thank you for what you do. I'd like for you to tell us about how you and Heather got started. I know the, I know the story because we talked, of course, before we got on the podcast so that I could learn a little bit about the background here. But uh, but I'd love for you to tell us about how you and Heather had this brainchild of let's, let's make something that's better for us and free of all of these ingredients that we're allergic to.
1: Yeah, so um, it starts back several years ago, we launched in 2020, but it starts back uh, the year or two before. Um, Heather and I had our own health journeys. Um, she has um, had some struggles with um, psoriatic arthritis where it took her from um, you know, being a very active person to not being able to walk down the street um, comfortably. So she had her health journey that way. Um, and then on my end, um, I at um, 31 was diagnosed with type one diabetes. And so um, I'm actually, I'm attached to a a pod and um, a a continuous glucose monitor on my backside. It's a lot. Um, That said, you know, um, several years prior to launching Eat Gangster, I I, um, had an interesting experience with my identical twin sister. Um, Again, identical twin sister. She does not have type one, but suddenly she began experiencing panic attacks and anxiety to the point where... Um, She stayed home. She would stay in a closet. She would rock herself. She was a complete shell of herself. Um, brought never... on by
0: anything in particular, or just they just happen.
1: At at the time, we had no idea. Okay. That said, um, you know, she went to a lot of doctors. A lot of them prescribed every kind of anti anxiety and anti depression depressant medication they could. They they could, you know, Lexpro and the like um she kept saying though there is something wrong with me and i can't figure out why so eventually she did a lot of googling research and she found the AIP diet which stands for autoimmune protocol diet
0: right and
1: um essentially what it is is it's an elimination diet where you remove inflammatory foods from your diet slowly bring them back one by one and you start to see how your body reacts to those well she went on the AIP diet and within two weeks, not kidding, two weeks, her panic attacks were gone. And these wow. were full-blown uh, suicidal thoughts, yeah. everything running the gamut. She, um, they were gone within two weeks because oh. she had taken out these inflammatory foods. So,
0: also, AIP, I know that I, after we had talked, I did some research on it, and I know that it's extreme, which in cases like these, you need extreme measures will will give you the uh, results that you need. But what did she take out that uh, that she thinks or that you think now was adding to the panic attacks or or creating them?
1: Yes, the, the key culprits are things like gluten mm-hmm. and grains, um, dairy. Uh, refined sugars, um eggs. The thing most
0: everyone's day-to-day <laughs> diet.
1: <laughs> there, there's a lot to it. Now meat and vegetables, you no. can have as much as you want. Fruit, right. you can have as much as you want.
0: Which is um, very you know similar to the Mediterranean style it, of eating, right?
1: It is, it is. Um, but what she found is once she took those out, her panic attacks and anxiety slowly quelled over time. And when I saw that, and Lindsay, I'm not kidding you, like it was, uh, it was so marked to me that it made me curious, hey, what can this do for me, you know, and, um, you know, I decided to, to try it for three months, I did it, and I actually did an Olympic sized triathlon, after three months, I had no pain in my ankles, no pain in my knees, no pain in my neck. Um, and I, I got fourth place in my age group and I'm not saying it was, it, I'm not saying it was like AIP that did that, but my well, body had become tight and
0: right. How were you performing before bit. you changed your diet completely?
1: Just normal stuff. Right. You know, right. I, I really well, and I'm sure it
0: was your diet. I mean, you, I've known you a long time. You're a very healthy person. You always have been, but shifting into such an extreme, um, way of eating and taking so much out? Like, were you, did you really have to take a lot out from your day to day? Or was it just a little bit of gluten, a little bit of, you know, if I know that for me, if I had to go on AIP, the the program tomorrow, there would be a lot that I would take out. I'm not a big dairy person, but gluten is in a lot of the things that I consume. So, and I know that it would make a difference. I should do, I should do a few months myself, but, uh, but so do you do you know what it was for you that you took out?
1: Yeah, I mean the big culprits for me were gluten and um, <clears throat> and unfortunately dairy. Oh. Um, I still eat some dairy to this day, but um, that can be a, a challenge for me. Um, refined sugars for sure as well. Um, as a type one, you know you can't do a whole lot of those things anyway. But you know right. cheese and eggs were huge for me. I found eggs and and nuts to be the things that would cause my my chronic neck pain that I now no longer have. Um, So, you know, the the trick with all of this is your body is different from my body, right? It's different from every other individual here. And so I think, you know, we can do all the food testing and sensitivity testing we, we want, but until you dive into your own body and how you actually feel and take out those foods and really get a feel for it, you won't truly know what's affecting your health.
0: So uh, a question when you start adding things back in, so you do the elimination diet for a period of time, correct?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: A period of how many months?
1: They they say, say, say three months, but like my sister is still on it and she's slowly added things back. But um, for some people it'll take years. Yeah. And I would
0: imagine that if it's working, then if it's not broken, don't fix it kind of situation. I would, I would stay, I would keep eating like that. It's a It's a good way to to be conscious about your choices.
1: That much, And as
0: you start to add things back in, is there a regimen for what to add when or how much to add?
1: There's a lot of um, different theories out there and I'm not a nutritionist, but um, there there are a lot of different theories on what you bring in first, second, third. Um, Certain foods are less likely to be culprits than others. For example, um, you're not supposed to have green beans because it's a pod. Um, You're not supposed to have that during the elimination phase of AIP that's one you might add in earlier on because it doesn't tend to be an issue. Right. Um, And then as you go along, then you would add in the the dairies and the glutens.
0: That's so interesting. And especially that your twin, considering you share some DNA and you really do, the two of you look identical uh, was having those same issues. It's fascinating that, that that worked for you too. So then you and Heather meet up, And by the way, I know that you weren't next door neighbors or best friends hanging out all the time. I know that Heather had come to the city to visit with her daughter, correct, who was potentially going to college in New York. And by the way, everyone, Carrie lives in New York. And Are you in Brooklyn right now? You know what? I
1: I was in uh, New York City for 17 years, but we actually just uh, moved to Charleston, South Carolina get so, out yeah we we moved we, we jumped ship new york city oh. got a little little tricky with a you know a, a two to three to four year old well um, you know group do that.
0: we have a lot of uh ship jumpers from new york out here in greenwich and Connecticut. <laughs> charleston's a wonderful place to be congratulations
1: thank you it so is
0: heather in new york
1: heather is in kansas she's in wichita kansas and so um we we operate the business remotely with one another but yes um you know we had known each other since our 20s. We had a mutual friend and and we had just stayed in touch via Facebook, watching her kids grow up, me doing what I was doing. And um, she reached out because she was bringing her middle child to Pace University for dance school. And um, she was like, hey, I don't know anyone else there. Let's meet up and just I want her to have someone there that she knows. And we got to talking and I was in the midst of AIP while she was um she had finished getting her nutritional therapy um, license and then also was an AIP coach. So she began spending how, time. At the, how
0: it, serendipitous it, is that?
1: It is. And, and there are no accidents. I believe no, that. And, believe um, she's just been a wonderful support for me. Um, we spent a lot of time in the kitchen, just learning how to cook AIP in a more creative and interesting way. And um that's how we start we launched Eat Gangster just in, in my kitchen in New York City.
0: So what was the first gosh, I love I love these stories. What was the first product that you launched? And and then I'd like to I'd like for you to tell us about the product line, but what was the first product that you launched and how did you decide this is what we want to make?
1: So we started with with cookie mixes. We actually launched three cookie mixes. Um and we chose cookie mixes because we felt like we had the recipe down, but uh, doing mixes was a lot easier for us to figure out than, say, doing cookie dough, which right. we had originally thought we wanted to do. Um, if you consider frozen shipping and shelf life and things like that, it was it was tougher to get into. And this was a new business for both of us, so we felt that uh, baking mixes would be a great place to start.
0: That's so smart. So, what was your first flavor? Which cookie?
1: So we have um, our sugar cookie mix which is a lot like a sugar cookie mix you'd find anywhere. But again, it's free of all the stuff. Um, sugar cookie, we have oatmeal schmoatmeal, which is an oat-free <laughs> oatmeal cookie. So we use um, sliced tiger nut vegetables instead to give that same oatmeal flavor and feeling, um, but it's actually a root veggie. And then um, we have a carob cookie. So one thing on AIP you can't do is chocolate, which I love chocolate, oh. <laughs> but um, <laughs> There are
0: alternatives (laughs) though.
1: There are alternatives. So we have a, it's called our carob out fudge cookie.
0: (laughs) I love the name.
1: Carob instead of from chocolate. Um, But you still get kind of that chocolatey, that chocolatey yum taste to it.
0: And I love that you all went with cookies first, considering there are so many restrictions to this AIP diet. And then especially as a diabetic, uh, I'm sure that you want sugar more than anything and now you can have it. You can have your proverbial cake and eat it too.
1: (laughs) Totally can. You know, um, our mission is to create foods that bring freedom and joy back to those on restorative diets. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, like you can think about my, my story, but I think about, um, these things bring me to tears because th- this is like this is my why, right? But I think about um, we we have a customer the other day that posted a picture. He was an eight year old kid. He's never had cake before.
0: Oh, never. that brings me to and, tears too.
1: Oh God! And and they post this picture. of
0: joy, yeah.
1: With this like bright face, he's like, I can have this, yes. And that's our whole thing is it's our foods are strictly delicious, right? Like they're they're strict with everything that you can't have. But they're meant to bring joy and and a feeling of freedom um, uh, when you're eating, as opposed to guilt or worry or what have you.
0: So so you and Heather, uh, so you make your first mix and you decide. So who did all of the graphics? I'm curious, as a marketer, who did the graphics for you and put together the packaging? Did the two of you do that?
1: We actually worked with a design team on that. Um, we knew what we wanted. Um, you'll see. Oh, actually, here's our stuff right here. Yes, um, I love it. You'll see. It's like graphics of flowers but then you'll see pops of color and our whole idea was we wanted it to be about restoration and beauty from ashes Mm. um that concept of of finding beauty from from dark places um, because that's where heather and i had been and we know so many have been there too and um uh, so yeah, we decided to go with, with floral. We also felt like that softened our name. We know that the, the, the name eat gangster might sound harsh and what have you. Um, but, uh, we felt like it also communicated, um, strength. And so, um, we, uh, we, we, we chose that. Um, I actually created that name when I was, I was breastfeeding my 22 month old at the time. Uh. And in a closet and you know like great ideas come to you when you're in the dark by yourself yes. not having a lot going on <laughs> yes,
0: that um, is a very true thing great ideas come when you least expect them yeah write them down
1: yeah so anyway that's we, we just
0: worked came with up with the acronym that day because the acronym is a long one
1: it's a long one but I'm lying there thinking man this is so hard we're trying to say so much what what can we do and right and so it just kind of started to flow and it's way. such
0: a great word it's fun I love it. Uh, so did you all decide when was the moment where you decided let's make this a company? Let's, let's build a company. Let's get the name registered. Let's make, let's sell this.
1: I don't even remember that moment. I remember, um, speaking with my husband about it and saying, I think, I think I might want to do something with this. And, um, I know she was speaking with hers and we just kind of we're like, you know what, let's just give this a go. Let's just try three and we'll just, we'll give it a shot, you know? And from there we, we've, you know, COVID hit a month after we, or two months after we launched um, for us in that regard, small regard, um, it helped our business. It was a positive for us because yeah. um, people were at home baking.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, I I started making sourdough bread. I never, I never made bread and brought me a starter and I was like the bread lady. I was making, I didn't even eat it. I would just make loaves all day long and give them to neighbors and friends and family. I actually got to be really good at it. And it was a very Zen-like practice. Again, back to cooking, bringing joy. For me, my joy is in the kitchen. I love cooking. I love following recipes. I can't wait to try your your cupcakes and cookies because I have yet to try them. And I'm ordering some as soon as we get off of this podcast call. But um, regardless of food allergies, I think that people would enjoy them just knowing that they're better for you.
1: A hundred percent. I think, And that's what we're finding is, you know, a lot of times it starts with someone who's gluten-free or who has one child in their family that is, that's dairy-free or egg-free or whatever. They try our stuff and they say, Hey, you know what? Even my normal husband likes them. So now right. we're buying them for our family. And right. You know, that's my- Part about
0: uh, it. My neighbor brought over a uh, muffins the other day and I don't normally eat muffins. They're just a heavy food that don't, uh, I don't, I don't like them that much. And they were really light and they were these apple muffins, little apple muffins, and they were simple meals and she had made them with almond flour and she had made them with um, avocado oil instead of olive oil and We, everyone in my house, my neighbors, my husband was like, these are the best muffins ever. (laughs) And no one knew that they were made with almond flour and no, you know, and these aren't people with food allergies necessarily. And they were just delicious. Um, So I will make those again too. And I think again, as we, as we get older, especially it's, it's very important to be putting good things into our bodies because our bodies need that good energy. To uh, to sustain the beating that they take,
1: <laughs> yes, they do. And I think you know, you bring up Simple Mills, and they're they're such a wonderful company. We certainly um, we watch them daily just to see what they're doing and, and everything because they are they're at the forefront of what what we want to be a part of too, which is to kind of change the landscape of what um, foods look like for uh, specifically Americans. Right? Um, yeah. If you go to the cookie aisle or the chip aisle or what have you there are certainly alternative brands but they they tend to be in the gluten-free section and then you have the the doritos and the blah 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 over here and um that's where most people go <laughs> part of it is a price issue and yes. part of it is a knowledge issue you know it it costs a lot more to make our products than it does to make um say betty crocker it just does um but there there's such Healthier ingredients, so just working to change the landscape of what the the food industry looks like and what options are out there. Um, and again, Simple Mills, I think, is at the forefront of that.
0: Well, that's actually good to know. I did not know that. Um, and then, what is just so that our listeners know, what is the price point on your uh, cookie packaging? Like, what's the ballpark price point on all of your packages?
1: Yeah, so we so our cookie mixes are twelve ninety nine, and they'll make uh, basically a dozen cookies um they're also very like versatile so for example our sugar cookie mix um you can use it for yes for cookies you can do holiday cutout cookies with it too you can also use it as a pie crust Um, what's cool too is with all of our cookie mixes you can add your own sweetener so we don't actually sweeten our mixes our cookie mixes so um we have the customer add the liquid sweetener of their choice. So we recommend maple syrup, but you can use monk fruit. We have people who use applesauce. Yeah, um, you know anything, and so it just makes it even more flexible. If you are diabetic or you're allergic to maple syrup or whatever that is, um, you might uh, you you can find flexibility in 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 our mixes.
0: I love that. That's so smart, and uh, I would probably use. I, I love using applesauce. That's my go to alternative it's a good one um so i i love that you have the mission that you have and of i forget verbatim what you had said but generally bringing joy back to the eating process especially for people with food allergies but also with people that are just looking to level up their health game i mean really having any sort of processed foods in the kitchen i i learn a lot i'm always curious shocking about uh, pretty much everything. That's why the podcast is called constantly (laughs) curious, but especially about what's in our food. I'm raising two kids and everything that has shifted, everything has shifted in our lifetime. We're about the same age. And when we were kids growing up, you know, cereal wasn't laden with blue dye number five and, or whatever is the junk that's in the cereal that they market to kids these days. And so, uh, so it's important to learn, better alternatives. And I'm so grateful that you and Heather have come up with Eat Gangster and that it's an offering on the market for people with food allergies and otherwise, um, and that you're just in it to win it. So what would you say is um, actually, I always ask this question because I've been a social media marketer for the past few years, but do you use social media to your benefit to grow the business? And if so, like what has worked best for the both of you?
1: Sure, um yes, for sure. you know, social media for us has been our advertising machine. Um we don't uh, we've started advertising now in the last last six months, but prior to that, um it was really just about posting pictures, stories, sharing um, how other people are using the mixes, doing, you know competitions and giveaways and all that stuff just to create excitement around um, around our our products. So um yes, absolutely. You know, we're on we're on Instagram. You also think about, you know, if people are typing in recipe ideas, um, they're usually going to Pinterest. So mm-hmm. we're on yeah. Pinterest, Facebook, and trying to dive into TikTok. I'm trying to be cool, Lindsay, but you no, know, I'm just <laughs> not there yet.
0: <laughs> I uh I'm learning TikTok from my 12 year old and I know that it's a great driver of business, especially uh these especially in the past year it's just exploded and that the demographic and age has grown especially again in the past year out of the teenage and pre-teenage set to you know upwards of 55 60 everyone's on tiktok it's not about being cool anymore <laughs> because everyone's on it but it also is a very fast paced platform and i don't necessarily think that a business needs it i think if you focus on one and do it really well and you're selling your products off of that one for you, it's Instagram at Pinterest is also an amazing place for, um, for selling products, but also just educating on why you should choose eat gangster over others Uh, in a, in a landscape where there are so many products to choose from. And we are bombarded with content all day, every day. The thing that sets you apart is, is that you are making this amazing product that is helping so many people with food allergies. And, uh, and that's, I mean, it's a small niche right now. It's growing every day, but there aren't that many companies doing what you're doing. Would you agree?
1: There are not. Um, we're the only one in our specific category in that, um, we use, we use, um, tiger nut flour, um, as the base of our mixes, and most people don't know what tiger nuts are. <laughs> not sound ignorant, so, but what is
0: a tiger nut, Carrie? <laughs>
1: they're not—they're not nuts at all. A tiger nut is actually a root vegetable. It's mainly grown in Spain and Egypt, so we actually use imported product here, and it's all organic. Um, but wow. it's a root vegetable. It's grown like a, a tuber, um, and um, it's a starchy veg. But it's um, what's cool about it is it's nut free. Um, So you're not dealing, you know, almond, almond flour and simple meals actually uses almond flour. Um, It's great. um, But a lot of people have sensitivities to nuts. So it's it's a great alternative, uh, alternative to that.
0: I wonder why Um, it's called tiger nut.
1: You know, it's been around for centuries. Um, They actually, uh, in Spain... That was the original um, product or the original thing they would use for orchada, if you're familiar with that. Oh, yes,
0: that I am familiar with. I, I Now I can't wait to learn about Tiger Nuts. It's reminding me of that Mike Myers skit where he did a coffee talk with Linda Richmond. And he said, today's topic, peanut, neither a pea nor a nut.
1: Discuss. <laughs> no, I missed that one, Lindsay, but I will. Oh, look
0: it up. <laughs> you'll have to look that one up. That's a classic coffee talk with Linda Richmond. So you're friends and listeners and family everyone can find you on Instagram at eat gangster
1: yeah so we're on on Instagram at eat gangster facebook uh, pinterest all of those eat gangster um, is okay. it and then um yeah we you know we sell on our website um at eatgangster.com um and then also on um on Amazon and we're about to launch on Walmart too funny enough they actually reached out to us which was exciting to to That's us so exciting but- they're, they're working on, you know, building, you know, alternative product options for their, for their customers. And so we thought, why not give it a try? So, um, we'll be they are it. a,
0: they're definitely a powerhouse retailer in America. That's for sure. They are
1: And that's another one that excites me, you know, um, uh, our price point's a little high, maybe for that for that store necessarily, but it's exciting to me that they're looking, that they're yes. that they're that we're in the conversations, not just us, but just the conversation of gluten free and using real foods and looking at allergy friendly foods. Um, and that's that's the important thing for us is that people are starting to become very aware of that.
0: Right, the future is bright, even if we're talking about Walmart, but if it's a retailer that is accessible to everyone. Then not only is it great for people who are seeking it out, but it's great for people who are curious about what's in the gluten-free aisle. Why? Why I didn't even know that they made a cookie mix that was free of all of these things that I don't really feel good eating.
1: Yes, you know, it's um for us, it's about bringing this sort of message to the masses. Um, you know, what we find is that probably eighty percent of our customers. Are struggling with major either food allergies or some sort of autoimmune disease. And mm-hmm. even their Western doctor is prescribing that they eat a certain way, most of the time taking out inflammatory foods, like we've discussed. Um, so, for example, um, you know, I guess if, if I could leave today with anything, just sharing is just that, like if you have or if you know of someone with mm-hmm. Alzheimer's autism, Hashimoto's, MS, all the deep dark ones that affect so many of us and the people around us start to look into the idea of food as medicine. I don't care if you buy our products or not. It's not about that. It's about look and see that maybe there might be options for changing your diet to improve your symptoms Sometimes people get off their medication from it. A lot of people with arthritis are able to get off medication because of the way that they're eating. I know a lot of moms, a lot of our customers have children with autism. They are eating non like in non-inflammatory diets and their autism is 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 quelled. And so it's just it's very important to us to just be getting that message out more than anything is if you know people with that or if you have it, just start to dive into to some research, start to talk to your doctors and see if it might be a good fit for you. It
0: can't Yeah, it can't hurt to learn. And thank you for sharing that. Uh, are there any authors or speakers that you suggest? I know that I, I follow a number on social media and I've read some of their books, Michael Pollan. Um, there's the medical medium. Uh, there are a number of people out there, although some of it you have to be careful because uh, there's some conflicting information, but are there any that you would recommend that you have read or listened to over the years that have yeah, helped? well,
1: I mean, there's always going to be conflicting info, and I think that's because every one of us is so different, right? But, you know, someone that I follow a lot, because he talks some about um, type one, is um, a guy named Mark Hyman, H-Y-M-A-N. Um, there's Dr. Dr. Amy Myers, who's wonderful, okay. um, specific in the... Um, Oh, and actually uh, Dr. Terry Walls, she has MS. She's a doctor with MS and she eats the Walls protocol, which is very similar to the AIP diet. Okay. Um, an amazing one to, to look into. Um, there's a lot out there. Um, if you kind of look into functional medicine is, is what you'd want to look at okay. uh, and just see if there's perspectives there.
0: I love that. Yeah. I actually, I worked at the Ted talks, Ted med. So it was Ted talks for science medicine and healthcare for about two years Mm -hmm. when I was having my kids and uh, Mark Hyman was one of our speakers. So I actually got to spend a lot of time with him backstage Mm -hmm. and such a fascinating guy. I still follow him on social media and I love where he's gone with his life. I love following his story, but he really is knowledgeable. And back to educating yourself at, if you're listening, uh, just, reading more about how food can be used as medicine is uh, something that you won't regret. <laughs> All right, awesome. If Is there anything else that you want to share with us before we go today? I mean, I'm so grateful for your time. And again, I can't wait to order my own Eat Gangster. I'll leave a link for everyone in the show notes so that you know where to find Carrie, Heather, and Eat Gangster. I hope that everyone that's listening We'll try some. If uh, if you don't buy, just go online and read more about what they're up to because their story is fascinating and the work that they're doing and the products that they're selling are really helping so many people.
1: You got it. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. This has been awesome. So I, 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 I also... didn't even
0: mention that we've known each other for years because we worked together back at Lululemon, but you're my I second know. Lululemon uh, interview. Just goes to show how much power that brand had with the people that worked for it, because I still maintain so many amazing relationships with mostly entrepreneurs now. So the majority of us that were working with Lululemon back when it was becoming a thing in the United States, uh, we all have become entrepreneurs, which is telling and exciting. Remember,
1: that's, that's always who they hired, right? It's it's always um, entrepreneurs and people who were go-getters, self-starters, yep. um, so that we would just do it all and figure it out. And it, it was smart.
0: It really was a good primer for being an entrepreneur. You don't, you really don't know going into it. That's <laughs> that excel- That's the best part. The best part. We don't really know. Well, thank you, Carrie. I really appreciate your time and your story. Thanks for sharing it with us and listeners. I hope that you got as much out of this as, as I did, and we'll see you next week.
1: Thanks, Lindsay. Bye, Carrie.
0: Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to be back with another episode for you next week. I want to thank my sponsor, Bye Verde. Such a pleasure working with other female entrepreneurs who are creating positive change in the world. Have a wonderful week, my friends. Until next time, this is Lindsay signing off.